Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, hello, hello, hello. It is Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. Uh, you'll notice uh, I'm wearing my hazmat suit today just to be safe. Buzzy's back. Uh, he's a little under the weather, but the, his doctors tell him that he is not contagious, and that's good enough for me and Tony. We're a very tight three-man three three group, a three man group here. Anyway, it is Beach and Company. Tony's here, and Buzzy's back. I noticed, uh, Tony, as you were leaving the studio just before I came over to this studio, you you opened the door to your studio with your knee. Is uh, is that a is that a preventive maintenance uh, kind of deal? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to get any germs. Don't touch anything. I've had bad luck with health anyway, so I don't want to. You know, if, if it wasn't bad luck, you'd have no luck at all. That's yeah, best bait made luck. Great story. country song <laughs> of all times. Yeah, no, we're glad to have Buzzy back. Uh, he is uh, still feeling a little. Like he should have taken another day or two off. Uh, that's the first time he's uh, he's called in sick. Yeah, you believe that's right. that? That's a, that's a very admirable. Uh, but luckily, I'm protected by this glass shield. See, between me and you, Tony, uh, people who haven't been here, there's a huge glass window. Double pain. Yeah, double pain. Uh, that double would be pain in the butt. The program director and the general manager. <laughs> that's how I describe it. It's. <laughs> but yeah, so we're we're. I think we're safe. Uh, his uh, his doctor said he was not contagious anymore. No, oh, and it's a good thing, you know, because he traveled to China and South Korea. And, yeah, uh, that, that was a nice trip, that Oriental that was. trip. That <laughs> brought me back some uh, fish sticks. Anyway, <laughs> there he is, ladies and gentlemen. There he is. Uh, Mr. The best thing we can say about Buzzy today is he's not contagious. That's right. when, when that's the best thing you can say about somebody, uh, the bar is set low. How are you feeling? I feel like a million bucks compared to how I felt the last three days, let me tell you. Uh, the aches are gone. The chills are gone. No fever. Good. Uh, just some of that uh, leftover congestion, really. All right. Uh, and you were there uh, in, in Virginia for your grandmother's 95th birthday. How did that go? That went great. Uh, she had a great time, you could tell. 
I had a great time, maybe too good of a time. Uh, oh, Grandma whipped out some uh, some liquid uh, feel-good stuff. Well, I, I would say that uh, when the Beamer family travels, they know how to party. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah. we. How, uh, how did she blow out the candles? We didn't have any candles. Oh, because that would be a lot. But 95 I, candles? I was disappointed. It would cost already, you a lot of money to buy the candles. I was all ready for 95 candles. I'm disappointed, but you know what? In five years, when we're celebrating 100, wow. we will have 100 candles. Wow, 100 candles. Imagine just lighting 100 candles or lighting 95 candles. I have one of those lighters that you use for, they're very handy. The clicker. Yeah, because if you use matches, you burn your thumb all the time. Yeah, they're good for candles. Yeah, they're yeah. very good for candles. Uh, I, I would have to charge Grandma for the use of the uh, of the fire starter at 95. But that's great. So she had a good time and you had a good time. Yeah, I think everyone who uh, participated had a great weekend in Richmond, Virginia. I just wish Sunday would have gone a little smoother. Well, that's nothing you can control. You did have a flu shot last fall, right? I did, yes. So that's good. So no matter what the doctor tells you you have, it's less probably because of that. I actually had a flu shot in the middle of hosting your show one day. You really? Yeah, they uh, they they fit me right in the top of the hour news. I ran down, got the shot, ran back. Yeah, they have them here. You know what they have here? Just as good as flu shots. Punchkeys. Yes, it's Punchkey. I came in yesterday all excited because I was looking forward to Punchkey Day, and I forgot it wasn't yesterday. You were off a day. It's today, and uh, so we do have them, and uh, they're uh, being distributed as we speak. There's nothing like it. Uh, and so if you enjoy Punchkeys, have some today. What's your favorite flavor? Uh, well, I like the custard-filled one. It was bought, uh, you know, the the, uh, the jelly filler. You know, they're delicious, too. The traditional ones yeah. are, yeah. They're, uh, Was uh, it raspberry? Raspberry. Yeah. Raspberry, that's traditional. I love raspberry. I like that. I like custard, too. I like lemon. I don't care for lemon. You don't like lemon? So there's, I'm an equal opportunity Punchkey devourer. So any, any ones that uh, you don't want, bring to me. A punchkey shredder. That's it. You got it. We'll be back with more on News Radio 930 WBN. It is uh, Beach & Company. I'm Sandy Beach trying to get everything organized here. Yesterday, the president visited the Taj Mahal. Uh, and uh, can you see him saying something like, uh, they said, uh, Mr. President, this is the Taj Mahal, the world-famous Taj Mahal. See the president saying, you know what? I could fix this place up. I think you could use a little wallpaper or something. You know, can you imagine that? One of the most beautiful facilities in the world. And uh, the first lady just looks fabulous. I'm looking When at... doesn't she look fabulous? Oh, god, she looks good. But yet the left hates her. They yeah. trash her. It's 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 ridiculous. And so the president's had a nice meeting in India uh, and he says uh, that he wants to be the first backup uh, partner militarily with India. India has the ninth largest economy in the world now, and it's getting bigger. And it's a very, very large country uh, people-wise. So It's funny because the left will say, oh, President Trump is, you know, they laugh at him in foreign countries. They hate him in uh, foreign countries. 100,000 people showed up to see him yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, that looks like a guy that's hated. And if you see the picture of it, I, you, you couldn't even count the people if you wanted to. There's so, there were so many people in that stadium. It's the world's largest cricket stadium now. I don't know the world's uh, the U.S. largest cricket stadium is you know holds twelve people, but in India that's huge. What was it that they that I saw that they cleaned? It was the first time in three hundred years because Trump was arriving, but yet when Barack Obama showed up twice, they didn't care. 
Yeah, it's uh, there were times when Barack Obama, a great did, leader, he was. wasn't even uh, wasn't even granted the status of having the leader of the nation meet him at the airplane. Remember, he had the third yes. ranking guy. I don't, I forget what country it was. The third ranking guy, and, and I I said then, if that were uh, if that were Trump, he'd have gotten back on the plane and left. I guarantee you. He's not going to be greeted by the third uh, person in, in charge. Obama, right. Obama, he was so good. <laughs> yeah, right. So uh, he's doing well tonight. There's a big, uh, big debate. There's another person, Steyer. Uh, you know what's funny? Steyer's a billionaire. Yeah, he has a couple bucks. Yeah, if you take Steyer out of that company where he's in there with uh, uh, with Bloom, uh, Bloomberg, uh, he and, and now with Bloomberg, he's like. The, he's like the chintziest billionaire that we have. He's only worth like $2 billion. That's it? Yeah, that's it. I, I don't even know why we bother mentioning it at $2 billion. I mean, when Bloomberg has forty, uh, no, $60, 60. Billion, and uh, Warren Buffett has $80 billion, it, you know, $2 billion is uh, could you bring the car around front and wash it? Joe, can we combine and get to one? Well, we got to no, start somewhere. Bucks. <laughs> the longest journey starts with the uh, first step, and that would be the first step. We could, between the three of us, raise uh, I think uh, two hundred dollars. That much? That much? But I got to dig You're up dreaming. the coffee. The coffee can has to come out of the ground for that. <laughs> so tonight there'll be two targets, probably. Uh, certainly, Bloomberg. They'll try and get him while he's down. And boy, if he isn't down after that last performance, if he gives a performance like that again. He has wasted hundreds of millions of dollars, I can tell you. Well, again, he thought he was going to be able to come in and buy yeah, his just way do through. The, nothing beats preparation. It doesn't matter what it is. You have to prepare. But uh, people who have been successful just think they can wing it. And when you get into a specialized thing like a, like a, a presidential debate, you got to have the answers. you got to have the lines. you got to have everything ready. Otherwise, you're going to seem like a dummy. You can't just hold up your bank account and say, look, I, I'm worth uh, billions of dollars. you got to answer the questions. Exactly. And I don't think many Mike can. I think he'll get destroyed again. Yeah, so you got Bloomberg there. Well, you know who the, has the bigger target on his back Bernie. right now is Bernie. Yeah, that's what I said. There's two of them. Uh, and uh, Bernie, uh, is uh, he's on a roll. Why, I don't know. I think maybe the percentage of people that like Bernie are really showing up so far. But luckily for us, it's not a giant percentage of the population. Well, if you think about it, Bernie has a head start because that started in 16. So yeah. he's, he's already he had. Yeah. And Steyer, uh, Steyer's an outlier. He's not, you know, he's not going to matter. Uh, but uh, how did he get his fortune? What's his? Uh, I don't know. Uh, styrofoam. <laughs> uh, I think he, got, he invented styrofoam. Isn't it funny? You see people who are loaded and and they have they've had their niche and it worked and uh, they became very rich because of it. And you wonder how did all these people get all this money? That's uh, one of them. Uh, yeah, yeah, Bernie will. Bernie and uh, and Bloom, Bloomberg will be the main targets tonight. I'm thinking. I don't know, uh, you know, how different this debate's going to be than the others. They ask basically the same questions, uh, but uh, we'll check it out and see what's going on. Would you think we'll see any um, desperateness, out, you know, out of uh, whether it's Liz Warren or Pete yeah. Buttigieg? Yeah, you think they're going to have to? I think you'll have haymakers? to. They're running out of money, especially her. She's running out of money. She started the last one. Remember, mm -hmm. they did. They barely got on the air, and she was already attacking him. 
I think we'll see that attempt tonight. She's going to pull the jersey over the head and start yeah. going with the uppercuts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she'll be doing that. Nobody wants to see her pull her own jersey over her head. <laughs> no, I'd vote for her if she didn't. Thank you very much. Put She's going to pull a Rob Ray. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't need that, uh, really. I haven't had lunch yet. Uh, but, yeah, you, so you're going to see Bernie, Bloomberg, Biden, Warren, Pete, and Amy, and uh, Steyer. So that's that's the all-star cast of which I don't think any of them, seriously, I really don't believe any of them would be good presidents. Do you? No. Nobody on that, on that side. How about you, sick, sickly boy? No, and, and you know, I, I'm still amazed that the Democrats who have shown they hate the president have had you think? three years to put a group of people together. This is it. And this is what they came up with. Yeah, this is it. This is like they went down to Walmart in the morning with an empty bus and said, who wants to be a presidential candidate? And seven people got on the bus, and these are the seven. More like the cantina from Star Wars. Yeah. Now, look, here's the deal. I think that Biden is really on thin ice if, if he doesn't uh, not, not just do well tonight, but do well in the uh, primary, the next one. Uh, I think so. And Warren is running out of money. So we'll see her in full attack mode again. She's not afraid to go in there and mix it up. Uh, that's that's good. Pete is just kind of – I don't think Pete's act plays well on the uh, on the uh, stage for a debate. I really don't. I think he's a sit-down, let's have a, a conversation. you got to be aggressive in a uh, in a debate. I don't think that's, uh, that's going to be good. Amy uh, Klobuchar is looking for funding. She's about running out of money, too. Every time you see her talk now, that's what she talks about. And I have no idea about Steyer. I just don't know. But I don't, I, don't think, I don't think he's a player either. So it could be a waste of time tonight. Or maybe Bloomberg will, you know, when you're, a, when, when you're worth $60 billion, you're not used to people coming after you. And uh, maybe he'll lose his cool tonight. That would be fun. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, duking it out with some, rolling around on the floor with Mayor Pete. Mayor Pete might like that, but that's another story. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk about a couple of bankruptcies or possible bankruptcies. One is possible, the other is already here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Well, happy Fat Tuesday. I, I prefer to say happy Punchki Day. It is a Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. And we're at a time in the history of this country where two of our most revered institutions are in trouble financially. And that would be the Boy Scouts of America uh, and the Catholic Church. The Boy Scouts of America last Tuesday declared bankruptcy uh, because of uh, sexual uh, allegations of sexual impropriety. The Catholic Church hasn't declared bankruptcy, but it's quite possible that the Diocese of Buffalo will declare, as the uh, bishop, the acting bishop, had a meeting with 125 priests and two lawyers, and any time you have two lawyers in with 125 priests, it tells you that perhaps it's a good chance that you're going to declare bankruptcy. And I think we all see it coming and, and, and know in our mind what it means to us. So the, uh, I, I want to go through the questions first, and then I'll go through my explanations of how I feel about it, and we'll go from there, okay? Uh, my first question is, have the Boy Scouts squandered their legacy? Think about it like this. The Boy Scouts of America, for years and years, during a big part of the history of this country, were very revered. Everybody thought it's a really good idea, it's a really good program, uh, to uh, have boys uh, go out there and do camping and learn how to uh, do outdoor things and exercise and all kinds of good things. And if they were really good at it and they really stuck to it, they could become an Eagle Scout. And an Eagle Scout is very, very highly recommended if you can do it. Uh, and it had a lot of pluses on it to, uh, to say you were an Eagle Scout. You were proud of it. You were proud of being a Boy Scout, period, but especially an Eagle Scout. Now one has to wonder, uh, now that they've uh, declared bankruptcy last Tuesday, how much of that legacy remains. The questions are, if you have a, a son that wants to be a scout, are you going to encourage that? You're going to say, this is great, you can, you're going to learn a lot of things, you're going to come out a better person, or are you going to kind of direct them in another direction instead of scouting? Uh, because of the allegations of uh, sexual impropriety by some of the people involved uh, with scouting. See, it doesn't take a huge number of people, uh, but uh, uh, even a small number of people will really taint uh, the program. So that's, that's why I'm asking, have the Boy Scouts squandered their legacy? I think they have with that. The second question is, if the local Catholic diocese declares bankruptcy, how will it affect you intellectually? In other words, now you're getting very personal, your faith. I don't think anything's more personal than your faith. 
the uh, you know what uh, you believe in. You believe in the afterlife. You believe in the teachings of the Catholic Church. And now they're thinking of, uh, of declaring bankruptcy. And why would they declare bankruptcy? Well, they've got a lot of uh, a lot of things waiting for them in the courtroom. More than at the uh, at the church facility in the courtroom, you got lawyers waiting and judges waiting, and the bishops uh, soon going to decide whether the diocese should declare bankruptcy. Now, the the tainting of this is remarkable because when you think of bankruptcy. Uh, you think, well, the church has got plenty of money. Look at the just, just in the land alone that they own around the world. Yes, but they're individual uh, instances, individual uh, bankruptcies. They obviously are not for the whole Catholic Church because they wouldn't have to do that. It's for a diocese. And you know you've seen uh, parts of your faith chipped away. Maybe the school you went to has been closed. Maybe the church you went to has been closed. Uh, so suddenly you, you come to realize then that um, uh, church and religion is more than church and religion. It's also a business. It's a business. They have to, they have to do that to stop the bleeding financially. And uh, so you got that. And I'm just wondering, declaring bankruptcy is a reason to get out of paying most of a huge amounts of money. They still go pennies on a dollar uh, in, in bankruptcy, depending on who your creditors are. But it really is a swipe across the uh, bank book of the, um, uh, of the diocese. So I'm wondering, if you thought the church was above that sort of thing, and you kind of got a wake-up call when all of the lawsuits started uh, pouring in, and now you're going to face another wake-up call when they're going to declare bankruptcy. And, and they're going to, make no mistake about that. So I'm thinking, does that chip away at your faith? When you think of uh, Jesus and you think of the Catholic Church, do you think of the money aspect of it uh, regarding this? You have, and, and think of what it is, you have perhaps a pending uh, litigation that's going to cost you millions of dollars, maybe tens of millions of dollars. And you're doing this for, for what reason? To just get out of paying that kind of money? Is that what it is? And if so, what kind, of a, what kind of moral outrage is there in something like this? Think about it like this. If your neighbor, uh, if, if you knew your neighbor was, um, was going to sue you because they fell on your driveway and you had forgotten to shovel it and you declared bankruptcy, you went around it, uh, why, how, how would you feel about that? You wouldn't be very good about it. I, and I think that uh, people thinking about the church's pending bankruptcy would maybe feel the same way. Uh, they're certainly going to understand that these cases are years old, some of them, and a lot of heartache involved, uh, a lot of uh, misery involved, and now the church is perhaps going to say, what? Well, you know, that's too bad. We're, we're sorry for it. We're going to see if we can keep it from happening again, but we're not going to give you any money, no real money. We'll give you pennies on a dollar. How do you feel about that? Uh, and as I said, if you're, the school you went to is closed, Catholic school. The Catholic uh, uh, church you went to is closed. 
How do you feel about this kind of a, uh, a motion, Tony? I remember when they announced that Niagara Catholic, they closed it suddenly. It was a girls' now, school, right? Yeah. No, it was, it was uh, both boys there and was, girls. There was one which was just girls. Right. Yeah. Uh, in fact, Niagara Catholic was once Bishop Duffy. That's where my father-in-law uh, went. And it was the only Catholic school in Niagara Falls, in Niagara County, as far as Catholic high school. And I remember how upset people were, but th- everybody knew the reasoning was because the church was facing all of these lawsuits. Yeah, so it's if it wasn't the church, if it were, say, a company instead of the church, you'd say, look, they're trying to weasel their way out of an obligation. But truly, in this instance, there's not much of a difference between what I just said about a company and how you might feel about the church. They're trying, uh, perhaps I won't use the word weasel, that might be offensive to some. Oh, well, maybe maybe we will. Are they just trying to weasel their way out of legitimate payments to people that they are going to owe money to because uh, cases are coming up in, in court? 803-0930-1800-616-9236-STAR-930. We'll be talking to Bill and Eden when we come back. On News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, bankruptcy. Okay, bankruptcy is the overriding uh, subject today with two uh, uh, very revered organizations. One is the Boy Scouts of America, and the second will be the uh, local Catholic diocese. So I'm asking have the Boy Scouts squandered their legacy? And if the local Catholic diocese declares bankruptcy, how will that affect you intellectually? Uh, will you be disappointed that they're not paying what they're owed if it goes to court? Because it, it would be uh, with bankruptcy, uh, they list your creditors, and then it depends on uh, on the proceeding, but you usually have to pay out pennies on a dollar. Uh, so that's why they're doing it. They're, and they're both doing it because of sexual improprieties. By um, this, The bankruptcy for the Boy Scouts is really sad. They had a great legacy. People wanted their sons to be scouts, especially Eagle Scouts, very, very revered. Catholic Church, same thing, same thing. But they both fell to the same problem, and they're both seeking the same solution. 803-0930-1800-616-9236, star 930. Let's go to Bill in Eden. Bill, you're on WBEN. Good morning, Sandy. Hello, Bill. I'm reminded of the story of the prominent businessman who was in financial dire straits and he goes to his pastor on some windy day and his hair is blowing all around and he looks disheveled his clothes aren't the best and he says to the pastor i've made some really bad decisions here i'm not quite sure how i'm supposed to cope and the pastor says well here he gives him a bible he says what i want you to do is to take this bible go to the park and open it up on the bench on the table there and just wait for the wind to keep blowing until finally the Bible opens up on a particular page, and then look down and your answer will be there in the Word of God. So the man takes the Bible, he goes to the park, it's windy, he puts it down, the wind blows it around, finally the wind stops, he looks down. Several weeks later, the pastor sees him, and he's, he's very well dressed, he's, he's more kempt and everything, he, he looks good, and the pastor says, you look good. Is, is everything okay? And he says, yes, absolutely. I found exactly the, the answer that I wanted. When I looked down, there was the answer right there in the Bible. It said, chapter 11. <laughs> very good. That's I never heard a joke like that. That's very good, Bill. Yeah, so um, with all of this, too, I'm thinking also um, 
wouldn't it be more like we should penalize more the men who actually did all these things, whether they were Boy Scout leaders or priests, as opposed to the institution? Well, uh, traditionally, the institution's responsible for the behavior. I mean, that's true uh, uh, civilly. Uh, if, uh, if Buzzy does something bad, and you would sue not just Buzzy, you'd sue Intercom as well because they have deep pockets. So usually uh, the uh, people that are responsible for the person uh, get sued as well. What do you think about, I was thinking of some kind of equation, like let's say someone abused a, uh, a young person. What if you were to say, like, take like 18 as a number and subtract the age of the person that they had affected, like if it was a 10-year-old, 18 minus 10, and pick 8, that would be like the number of years that they would have to pay. I don't, you know, I don't know how they figure out what is due compensation, because some of them just want their day in court. Some of them are, are asking for large amounts of money. I don't know how they settle that. Uh, I do know that, uh, uh, that they've caused a lot of heartache. And when it comes time to pay up, they're, they're not going to be there. It's a sad situation, Sandy, but in the long run, um, I guess the way that I could summarize it is that I, I won't leave Peter because of Judas. Well, that hey, very good, Bill. And uh, call anytime. We like a good uh, call like this. Thank you. Yep. Bye-bye. Uh, yeah, it, it, realistically, you know that uh, in most cases, uh, the institution wouldn't be aware of the behavior of the person until they got sued, okay? However, with the Catholic Church, they have a long record of not only knowing it, but covering it up and moving people from one point to another. Uh, you talk about the green light law. This is the, their own version of the green light law, not cooperating with uh, the police. In, if, if you knew that one of your employees had committed a sexual impropriety with a child, and this is a lot of them were about very young people, would you just move that person to a different location of your company? Or would you turn, in, uh, turn them into the uh, district attorney's office? The Catholic Church over years and years and years knew about it and hid it. That's the reason they're getting slammed now. And to, and to not uh, uh, you know, step up to the plate and say, yeah, we're responsible, and, and so we're going to take responsibility. If they go bank, if they go to bankruptcy, yeah, it'll protect some of the assets of the diocese. But what does it say? The reason I said, how do you feel about it intellectually? Is uh, I, I would like to know that this is uh, your chosen gateway to heaven, and now they're trying to sidestep an obligation uh, uh, for uh, responsibility for those kinds of actions. I think there's something to think about there, and uh, we'd like to know how you think about it and have the Boy Scouts squandered their legacy. Two revered institutions, two bankruptcies, and uh, perhaps more similarity than you'd believe on News Radio 930 WBN. in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 